0: Bueno, este es el podcast de Mateo y Mateo. Uh,
1: ¿Dónde aquí? What's going on, you simple bitches? Matt Fury, Matt Butterfield, back at the Matt on Matt podcast.
0: Uh,
1: Who let that ram in here?
0: It's Mel Brooks. Shut the fuck up, Mel. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> the Butterfield Eight in full effect. They're hanging out. Mel was only supposed to be here for Yom Kippur, but he's still but he's, hanging around.
0: Suck around. He loves Dallas.
1: Hey, it's great for old people. It, I guess you know that's a good point. It's really good <laughs> for old people. Is he taking the is he taking the dart train or is he driving himself?
0: No, you don't take the dart train unless you want to get robbed.
1: Oh, it's a, it's a crime it's magnet, of those, the dark
0: I mean, train? The only time I've ever been robbed is on the dart train. Or, like, what is it about
1: you, man? You attract the riffraff of the fucking world.
0: I just have a, I'm a magnet for it. You're, You're a just, magnet for trash. <laughs> just, <laughs> people look at me and they're just like, oh, I bet he has money, which is the furthest thing
1: from the truth. Hey, see, that's what people don't understand. Being born into money and having money. Not- Born into too money. different. Your mom's you, a banker.
0: That, you are under this impression that I am born into this silver spoon white-collared life just because my parents were able to be home on the weekends and afford my college. You know how they did that? It's because they have one kid and they made an okay living.
1: <laughs> they made way more than an okay living. They
0: made an okay living. An okay living. There's no inheritance. There's no... $100,000 to borrow for law school. There's no, like, there's, they've made enough money to retire and then tell me to go fuck myself.
1: Uh, they made <laughs> enough money to retire extremely comfortably.
0: No, that's not true.
1: <laughs> that is, it's true. It's not. It's true. We can talk, we can talk dollars and cents. I have talked dollars. Dollars and cents.
0: My dad was, I mean, I'm not going to talk about it. Maybe I should stop talking about it now, but it's not true. (laughs) It's not a thing that exists. They're they're top one percent. Okay, for the audience listening, I'll never forget one time Matt just being. I was just like, "Yeah," I was like, "There's no inheritance." I've said this to you multiple times. First time I said it to you, you just said, "Well, yeah, that's what my wife thought too." But look at it. Look at like you know, she has an inheritance, and I was like, "Yeah," and I'm not your fucking wife, believe it or not. I only blew you that one time.
1: I'm saying, I'm just saying your parents are top 1%.
0: That, that's maybe true. I don't know. That's <laughs> but, true. But that's not that's... hard to do. Your parents are top 1%. Your no, dad, t- your I... dad is top 1%. Your dad, all <laughs> no. you need is six figures to be in the top 10, top 1%. That's not. all you need. No,
1: it's not. $250,000 it is a $2, national top 1%. Well, then they're not the there then. Huh? And
0: we're not, They're not there then And they never have been there <laughs> I know for a I, fact
1: But <sighs> Dude, quit being mad because your parents are rich I uh, no. <laughs> Quit being mad because you Want so desperately to come off As a poor person
0: I don't want to come off as a poor person I want to be I want to be the rich person I come off as <laughs> Which is why we should cut every billionaire's dick off in the town square and hang them up by their toenails until all the money balls out of their pockets and I can scrap gather it up and take it away to my cave.
1: Welcome to the Battle of podcast. This episode, Matt Butterfield will be jealous and poor. Yay! that's the title episode, episode of jealous podcast. and poor. There you go. We got it. And that's going to be our first t-shirt. Matt on Matt podcast, jealous and poor. Uh, right. I got to write it down before I forget yeah, jealous, I and jealous and
2: poor.
1: I love it. I love it. Matt Butterfield, jealous and poor Matt Berry, not rich, but not poor. and not rich but not poor but still unhappy with himself as a human (laughs) what did i say that out loud (laughs) money can't buy happiness that's
0: a lie and everybody knows it It,
1: that's a fucking lie dog that's
0: that's such a lie People, just just stop saying
1: that you're gonna have issues because it's life and that's how life works but it's a lot easier to fix those issues when you have the money to throw at them
0: I mean rich people just say that to keep poor people poor That's the only reason why that was ever written into some stupid fucking sitcom And and jammed down our throats And con- convinced me to major in theater Because I was told I wouldn't be happy if I had money
1: <laughs> I need you one thing I need you to do because you've been doing this for fucking years, what? and it's bullshit. Quit what? blaming your quit blaming your theater degree on you <laughs> being poor. That's not why you're poor. It's okay, right, you're right. It's And I- you know that because I have the same fucking degree. You don't.
2: <laughs> okay,
1: I didn't major in theater at Texas State University. Okay, where's your degree?
0: <laughs> at my parents' house. I can go get mine. Where's yours? It's my picture. <laughs> All right,
2: I, sure. my... All right. Yeah, I don't
0: anything. know. Yes, you earned it. You deserve it. You should have it around. I don't need right?
1: it. Right? Right? This piece of paper that I regret getting <laughs> oh, is oh, Okay. is a fucking scam. It is a scam. I'm so
0: glad I didn't have to pay for that. The Holy shit. The thing that shit. In this
1: world is the person that you are, and are you willing to fight for what you want, or are you just going to sit around and cry about it? I need you to start fighting. <laughs> I need oh, you I to throw a little chutzpah right up in your ball sack and start fighting. Keep
0: some of that coming, my balls.
1: Yeah. You know who else uh, I need to start fighting?
0: Uh, <laughs> the I Dallas don't.
1: Cowboys. Yeah. I, they, I need these motherfuckers to start fighting. I want to fight them. I want to I'm, fight Jerry Jones. I literally <laughs> challenged. I, I was at the football game. I was <laughs> at the Dallas Cowboys and New York Jets at MetLife Stadium. Meadowlands, East Rutherford, New Jersey. It's 21 to 6 going into halftime. And I tweet at Jerry Jones. I'm in the same stadium as you, motherfucker. I'm challenging you to a fight. Meet me outside.
0: <laughs> what did he say to that?
1: Nobody responded <laughs> like, on a single retweet. I even tagged the Dallas Cowboys. Not a damn thing. No traction. Nobody yeah. likes me.
0: It's wild to me that we lost to the 0-4 New York
1: Jets. Goddamn
0: Jets. (laughs) Like, who are these people? Like, like, who loses to the Jets? The Jets don't lose to the Jets.
1: No, when they play in scrimmages, their bus crashes on the way to the practice
0: field. (laughs) They can't. Oh, it's like... Uh, like
1: and all their cleats fell apart. They couldn't even play the game. It was fucking horrible. Like when i
0: when I lived in New York, anytime the Jets won, people their fans would literally cry because it was that
1: rare. yeah, oh like. my God. the win <laughs> the, the Jets fans, which was only about half the stadium. I yeah, would, I'm I, sure I contend that there were more Cowboys fans there than Jets fans. The few. Lowly scumbag Jets fans that decided to show up were like, I mean, you'd have thought they just won the fucking Super Bowl.
0: Well, for them, it is like the Super Bowl.
1: Dude, it's dude, like it was the insane. closest
0: thing that they'll ever come to is just and one se- regular season victory. That's the Super Bowl to the New Jersey Jets. They're <laughs> not the New York Jets. They're the New Jersey Jets.
1: Yeah, the public address announcer too. Every time he would say Dallas he'd say it with like this massive scorn (laughs) and your score at halftime, the New York jets, 21 Dallas zero
0: (laughs) (laughs) 21 to zero.
1: That was,
0: Oh,
1: Hey, we ended up, I, it's, it's so because the defenders, the defenders, you know, those, You know, everything. There's the people that no matter what, they're going to defend the team. No matter what the fuck happens, they're going to defend the team. They're going to defend the coaches. They're going to defend Jerry. We find this. I think they're like, oh, did you see that effort they put forth in the fourth quarter there? I don't care about the effort in the fourth quarter. I care about the effort in the first three that made us have to give that effort in the fourth quarter. Right. Like a bunch of fucking slapdicks. We play like assholes who have assholes on their faces.
0: And again, I said this last week, but like you look at the sidelines, no one's talking to each other.
1: No one's talking to each other. No one seems to give a shit. Jason Garrett looks like you just punted his puppy. Like,
0: (laughs) which you know what? Maybe we should, maybe that would get some life invigorated into him maybe let's john wick the dude and maybe just fucking blast our ways to the super bowl from this point on the best thing about this year is that you don't even have to be good to get far i don't think because of the way our schedules are are like lined up i mean we can we have a bunch of teams that we can theoretically easily win against right
1: yeah we can get the playoffs
0: right but it's just like but not if we continue this same march towards less than mediocrity.
1: I tell you what, Jason Garrett has not had a winning season two years in a row. He's yeah. been the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys for a motherfucking decade. That's crazy a to me. Decade. And I said this last year. I said this last year when we went on that crazy run and ended the season 11 and five and won the division and then won a playoff game. I said, this is actually, detrimental to the long-term health of the Dallas Cowboys. And all my friends were like, what the fuck are you talking about? We're in the playoffs. I said, yeah, we're in the playoffs. Well, we're not a super bowl contender. We're going to get ousted by the Rams or the saints. And if we have to play the Patriots, we're going to get our Patriots or chiefs. We're going to get our fucking asses kicked going this far. All it does is preserve Jason Garrett's job. It was a bad deal. Winning the division last year and going to the second round of the playoffs was bad, detrimental to the long-term health of the Dallas Cowboys. And I'll tell you why. Because it preserved that fucking red bald piece of shit's job for another year. God, and now, this him. year, here we are with a guy who can't lead. He's not a leader of men. The guy, he's a fucking traitor and a sellout, and I fucking hate him. And every time he fucking steps on the field doing his little clap bullshit and we go out there and lay a fucking egg...
0: makes me so at, so angry
1: so mad i'm so mad
0: you're not we're
1: even from dallas don't have to be from dallas to be a fucking dallas cowboys fan i there. know Our
0: but team. but you but i but I, I feel it but i feel it more so than you
1: uh i'm about yeah, to hang true. up this fucking phone call <laughs> dallas cowboys fan <laughs> and you don't even watch football that's not true i watch the don't cowboys watch the football three years ago when the cowboys yeah. were good
0: Yep, that's pretty much that's right.
1: That's called front runner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you but I, was, I watched okay. football. I watched I'll football respect. as a kid.
1: I'll I respect played football. The Cowboys fan. If you can tell me who Jay Novacek is without googling it,
0: he's Jay Novacek, man. He's on the Cowboys. Nope. No. no. What, then why, what does that have to do with the Cowboys, though?
1: He was on the Cowboys.
0: Hey, I was right. What do but you know?
1: What position did he play, and when did he play for the Cowboys? Uh,
0: he played in the 70s, and he was a linebacker. Nope. Okay. 90s. He played in the 90s, and he was a linebacker.
1: Nope.
0: No, that was Moose. Uh, he played in the nope. 90s, and he was the right. Moose Again. was linebacker? Nope, no, wasn't. Moose was fullback. Moose was fullback. Yeah.
1: Moose was a fullback. Anyway, yeah, I know, feel it more than me because I'm because you're from Dallas.
0: I live in Dallas. I, the whole nope, city nope. is turmoil.
1: You live in the suburbs.
0: I live in Dallas.
1: You live same in the thing. suburbs.
0: It's the same thing. <laughs> I drive Uber in Dallas. Ugh.
1: Which is fine. I don't want to know how that is. Just a bunch of, just a bunch of people complaining about the price. <laughs> why does this cost so much? Why did you, why did you write the, Hey, Mr. Driver, man, why did you write the software to charge me this much money?
0: That actually doesn't happen. Surprisingly,
1: <laughs> no, it doesn't. surprisingly, Shock. that doesn't happen. It's shocking because Temics when I love to complain about money.
0: Yes. Yes. And they love to, especially at restaurants and uh, when doing their taxes that or
1: they don't pay or if they're <laughs> north of 60 and you're going into a football game with them this past sunday and yeah. they're like why do tickets cost so dang much Like you walk the through a doorway how costs.
0: Costs. that's how much it costs you walk through a doorway it costs money to walk through doors yeah it Costs money cost to walk money. through your own fucking door
1: It costs money to sit in a one billion dollar stadium and watch multimillionaires play a game that's gonna literally destroy their life.
2: Yeah, (laughs) like it's like
1: like I paid one hundred and seventy eight dollars and I had fantastic seats and I would pay that was uh, I considered that a great deal because I had great seats. I bought them the day of. I will gladly pay one hundred and seventy eight dollars to watch genetic freak monsters destroy their future lives for my entertainment.
0: Yeah, why not?
1: What's the whole point? Yeah, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Anyway, they want to complain about it. You know who else needs to fucking die? Sorry, you go ahead.
0: I learned that the NFL only gave the players that were, like, a part of the CTE lawsuit, $1,200 each. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that just amazing?
1: I was <laughs> oh not even going to pay for a CAT scan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, $1,200? Oh like, they wiped mind. their ass with $1,200.
1: <laughs> a lot of them used to, not anymore. I. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God, that's just... I hang my head in shame, this fucking league this garbage trash monster of a league and it's fucking garbage trash monster of a fucking commissioner. Roger get uh, I do trash.
0: love, I do love at the end of every super bowl when the fans just start booing him. The moment he walks out, that's uh, like, it's the best thing that happens. It's like Christmas. It's mm-hmm. like a tradition at
1: this point. Just the moment he walks out, boo, boo. <laughs> And he no steps way. up and he's just like, he's just laughing about it. He thinks it's cute. It's yeah. like, listen, dude, we're not, it's not like a cute thing. We're not having fun yeah, with this you.
0: Yeah, like a wrestling match where that's part of it. It's like, it's like, we don't like you. <laughs> it's like,
1: you're the, you're basically the CEO of a multi-billion dollar corporation. And you're getting booed because you're fucking with people's lives. And you know who?
0: don't pay taxes. Did you know that?
1: The NFL, NFL doesn't. Yeah, it's a non-profit.
0: NFL, the NFL is a non-profit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> mhm. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> what? And a senior vice president of that non-profit organization, Alberto Riveron, needs to be thrust into a fiery abyss. Alberto Riveron is a senior vice president of officiating Uh, for the National Football League, and he is without a doubt the biggest piece of shit in football right now. Officiating in the NFL this season has been 2,000 percent the worst I've ever fucking seen it.
0: Oh, really? It's
1: pure garbage. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: honestly only watched a couple minutes of this last game, so I don't really know. Once I figured out out what was going on, I was just like, you know what? I'm not investing any more time in this.
1: It's a, it's a league wide problem. It's a league wide problem. They throw a flag and they're not sure if there's a penalty, but we'll talk about it after the play and we'll, we'll figure out that there was a penalty somewhere and we're just going to call it. And then they make this new rule this year that a coach can challenge certain plays concert can challenge certain penalties. Okay, the biggest one being pass interference. Uh huh. No official is gonna overturn another official's call. It's like right. fucking. It's like fucking cops. Right. You know what I mean. Right. Are we gonna talk about this, <laughs> cops? <laughs> well, we're not gonna go deep into it, but you know, it's the whole kind of thing of like, oh, you gotta have your brother's back, yeah. no matter what. You right. don't want to be a traitor and a sellout. Right. But what play if play something happens? it's like
0: yeah, yeah, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Because it's like what if something happens to you one day? You want someone to turn their back on you? It's like maybe if I fucking murder someone in their home, yeah. Yeah, if maybe someone- if I
1: shoot somebody through their window, I <laughs> probably deserve to have my back- backs turned on me.
0: Yeah, yeah, probably. That probably that that's what I that's where the cookie crumbles. Yeah. <laughs> you,
1: know, you leave the cookie in the milk too long, it's going to fall apart.
0: Hey, hey Matt, if, if if I ever murder someone by shooting them through their window, you can go ahead and turn your back on me. I
1: won't hold it against you. I mean, we can still have good conversations. I'll come visit you in prison, but I'm but, not advocating for your release. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> them, we can sit at the window. We can do this. We can yeah. sit there. You <laughs> put I was- and, poor and fat and poor. Now I you know? wonder
0: now I wonder if any prisoners have any have a podcast.
1: Oh my god, if prisoners had a podcast, <laughs> I'd to listen to it. Holy shit, could you imagine that? <laughs> uh, you, yes. afraid, <laughs> oh, you gotta be out in the yard later. You gotta pay 40 cigarettes to come listen to my podcast. <laughs> They're on Patreon. (laughs) They're on Patreon. You can pay them in packs. You can pay them in noodles and packs of cigarettes. You can only (laughs) give them like five cents. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) And then they're like, they're like
0: shanking people and recording it and posting it up. Like, I'm in here forever. Who cares? This is what this sounds like. Stab, stab, stab.
1: <laughs> well, that got dark. Um, well, where are our minds? We are uh, in the gutter. Uh, so... Speaking prison. <laughs> speaking of wanting to stab people, the referees in the NFL. Alberto Riveron should be put in prison. Roger yeah. Goodell should be put in prison. Put him in jail Jason Garrett Don't don't put him in prison <laughs> But take his kids from him Yeah, take his kids from him And put him somewhere he's not going to like it You know <laughs> but Put him in like uh, Fucking motel public schools. In no, Put him in public schools Make him go to public schools in Dallas <laughs> <laughs> Make him go to public schools in Dallas And the only place in the world he can vacation Is like a Dallas. shit motel In Daytona and he has to drive
2: (laughs) yeah he can't
0: yeah he can't fly out
1: there take away all of his rich person privileges you gotta sell your home in Highland Park you gotta have a Japanese car you gotta you gotta gotta drive a Toyota Camry you gotta drive a 1992 Toyota Tercel (laughs) oh wow Oh, don't be that mean (laughs) (laughs) gotta drive a 92 Tercel you got to stay in one of those uh, fucking, where's he, what's a shitty part of Dallas to live?
0: Uh, like East Dallas, South Dallas, Pleasant Grove. Put him in the Grove.
1: Yeah, you got to go live in Pleasant Grove.
0: Off a of military parkway.
1: God. In a, an efficiency apartment.
0: <laughs> oh, this is getting bleak. <laughs>
1: it's one step above prison. <laughs>
0: That's- yeah. <laughs> OK.
1: Like he can keep his money because I'm not into robbing people.
0: No, keep but
1: you can't. You can't do anything. nice. Go <laughs> you know, get yourself, you know, get add bacon to your cheeseburger. That's fine. I'll let you do that.
0: <laughs> but ask me a gas station cheeseburger.
1: Yeah. <laughs> gas station cheeseburger. That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> I'd rather eat my feet. <laughs> uh, speaking
0: of prison, uh, Felicity Huffman checked in today to her, you know, her two-week stay at the so- Southern California day spa. Uh, <laughs> for those of you not in the know, even though I feel like most people will be in the know of this, she lied in about her – she got her kid into college based on some lies and some bribes, which – Frankly, I didn't know it was illegal. Did you know that was (laughs) illegal? Like, I knew it was cheating, but I didn't think cheating was necessarily illegal.
1: Well, see, I think this is a whole nother, like, another subsection of bribery. So Uh, it used to be like, oh, we'll build, you know, we'll donate the money for you to build a new science lab or whatever.
0: Right. I mean, that's if my kid
1: gets to go to your school. This was like straight up, that this was straight up like, I'll give you. $500,000. $500,000. Oh, okay. Oh. To let my child go to the University of Southern California. $500,000 to go to USC. <laughs> calm down. <laughs> like, calm down. I'll chill give out. $500,000 if you let my daughter go to Texas AM. It's like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, like, it's
0: like, why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> It's a good school, but come on, like yeah, like, like aim higher. Like
1: you can't like five hundred thousand dollars to go to Stanford, sure.
0: Yeah, or like a, or Harvard or Yale or or even then, Princeton. and everyone everyone I've ever met from Harvard has ne- I've never been impressed.
1: No, yeah, because you know how to read a book and take a test. That doesn't mean you're smart. That just means you know how to memorize shit.
0: Yeah, well, I guess, but it, it, uh, I don't know. There's such a tradition and such a long, like, I mean, so many of our presidents have gone to Harvard and, like, or Yale, either one. And, and every time I've met anyone that's gone to those schools in my personal life, not mm-hmm. counting the famous people that have gone to those schools, like your Meryl Streeps and whatever, every time I've met them, it's just been like, Really?
1: you like you're went the best to Harvard.
0: you I if you can go to Yale, I can go to Yale. Yeah. I was in a play one time with this dude that is, I think he just graduated from Yale. and um, but he was before he went to their grads to their grad program. and I was in a play with him, and mm-hmm. he, I don't know what planet this dude is on. But we were in a performance, and we had an angry scene together. and out of nowhere, unrehearsed, he began smashing the set one day during a performance with an audience.
1: that's what you do.
0: And throw like throwing things at me and like doing stage combat that wasn't like rehearsed or talked about <laughs> or planned beforehand. and And I was playing he was playing like a teenager and I was playing the authority, like a security guard. It was a really weird sort of (laughs) scene, but like, I don't know, it was just like, okay. In in the reality of this situation, I would just be kicking your ass right now, but we didn't (laughs) rehearse that. And I'm not going to just kick your ass.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. As my first junior college acting professor would call that, he'd say, "That's a prime example of actor out of control." <laughs> <laughs> I hated that was, guy. <laughs> but then,
0: like, like a month later, that guy got to Yale, and I was just like, "What?"
1: Excuse me. <laughs> what? Did this he, guy?
0: That like what? This, what, what? this guy? Like. Do, do they need me to call them and like tell them what he does to people like uh, <laughs> in front of audiences?
1: <laughs> How unprofessional this man is! Like, no, let's know. get to one thing straight: the education system is not trying to train you to be a professional of no, anything, no, no, no. At any at any sense.
0: Well, no, 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 in, in any,
1: zero in any any in field any, of study,
0: any field, in any field, they they they're that's just not what they. Are about they don't even they don't even they won't even say that that's not what their job is.
1: Yeah, like like, our job is not to teach you about how to live life as a human being on planet Earth. It's about to teach you abstract theories. Yeah, I mean, and once you're in there, you realize that is
0: what it's about. That's the fucked up part, and that's what academia has always been about, and that's why academia has been considered. Like a pastime of either well-off people or they're like well-off people's children Un- until recently when now it's like considered like now you a like retirement. have to have it. You have to go and you have to get into this debt or have parents that are able to pay for it.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Rich parents.
0: Rich parents. Well, <laughs> state school. I went to a state school, everybody. We're not talking Harvard.
1: I know. I'm fucking with you. I, but yeah, it's just like, you know, when you see these people, how did we get onto this Harvard? Th- oh yeah. She's Felicity, going to Huffman. Prison.
0: <laughs> Felicity Huffman.
1: She's going to prison. I don't know. Do you know which school she bribed for her kid to get into?
0: I think it was, I think it was USC also.
1: Okay. Cause I remember it was like aunt Becky from full house was USC. Right. Right. Felicity Huffman, college admission scam. She's a fraud, fraud, a loser.
0: Which one's married to William H. Macy?
1: That's Felicity Huffman.
0: That's Felicity Huffman. Yeah. <laughs>
1: what a crazy person.
0: Doesn't that sound like a movie that William H. Macy would be in?
1: Yes. Yes. 100 <laughs> percent. He is in like, this movie about college admission scams.
0: Like, Can't you just see his face whenever he gets this the word that his wife has done this?
1: Like, oh, oh, what? <laughs> t- oh, buddy, she did what now? I only imagined him as his character from Fargo. See, oh, I, Felicity, what did you do there? I only imagined him as the shoveler from Mystery Men. <laughs> God, you and your mystery men. I love that movie. Wasn't one, one of them, one of their powers was farting or something like that?
0: Yes, uh, The Spleen. <laughs> uh, it was Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> played by Pee Wee Herman. It's Good. a fucking great movie. There's, and then there's the Blue Raja. He throws forks at people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. And spoons. <laughs> and Ben Stiller, whose power was that he'd get really mad. <laughs> He's Mr. Furious. <laughs> Get mad and yell. <laughs> and then Tom Waits build gu- builds guns.
0: Yep. <laughs> it's
1: awesome. What a hilariously ridiculous movie
0: That's that I haven't
1: seen in years.
0: It's it. I've talked about it on the podcast before. I love oh, yeah. that movie. I love <laughs> that movie. It was parroting a genre that didn't exist yet.
1: Oh, University of Texas was involved in this. Really? Not not, not her daughter. Oh, okay. Says um, the men's tennis coach at University of Texas accepted $100,000 to designate an applicant as a recruit of the Texas Longhorn tennis team. Similar fraud occurred at Yale when the then head coach of the women's soccer team accepted $400,000. Uh, to falsely identify an applicant as a recruit. This was kind of their thing. They were paying off coaches. Yeah, they were paying off coaches in some respects, and then there were so other ones. Easy to they be. were cheating on entrance exams, pay, bribing people $450,000 to forfeit or to uh, counterfeit entry exams. Good Lord. Again, I didn't know that was illegal. kids, dunces like what's going on.
0: Yes, of course. That's what the issue is. Of course, (laughs) that's what it is.
1: It's like, why do you need your kid to go to USC?
0: Their kids are all like on Adderall and hydrocodone and marijuanas.
1: (laughs) They're on the marijuanas.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And they they're dumb. They're, they're, They're like, they've totally fried their brain by the time they're 16.
2: (laughs) <laughs> they can barely
0: tie their shoes or they probably have wrecked like five Range
1: Rovers. Their goal in life is to, you know, do be a vlogger.
0: Yep, A or vacation
1: like, vlogger.
0: Have 100,000
1: Instagram followers. So here's all the schools that were implicated that had people indicted for specific um, activity to do with that school. Georgetown yeah. University. Uh-huh. Northwestern University. No surprise. Well, Northwestern says no staff members have been directly named or implicated, but there were parents that were implicated with trying to bribe Northwestern.
0: Uh, Uh,
1: Stanford University. Sure. There's a whole movie about that. UCLA. Uh Uh-huh. No surprise. Uh, University of San Diego. That's a university? Yes. USD. That's a university that you have
0: to bribe? Someone to get into?
1: Apparently so. (laughs) Never. USC. Oh, sorry. I've
0: I've literally never heard those words next to each other. (laughs) University (laughs) of San Diego. Right. University of a whale's vagina.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can't even say what their fucking mascot name is. like the Toreros. The Toreros. What? Whatever. Yeah. What? What is this? Yeah. University of San Diego. Yeah, they're implicated in this bullshit. University of Southern California. Yeah, of course. University of Texas at Austin. Of course. Which, whatever. UT's head up its ass like normal. <laughs> yeah, what a surprise. Uh, what a surprise. UT uh, thinks it's a lot more valuable than it actually is. Uh, <laughs> you're fucking state school, bruh.
0: You're a state um, school. The top ten percent of Pawnee Texas can get into UT
1: yeah don't worry about your come on. You, I was, like come on I was automatically accepted to the University of Texas I was not as I went to a too challenging of a school you went to that private school shit which I ain't trying to fuck with um,
0: <laughs> I didn't have rich parents
1: I had a upper my high school was I I would call it upper mid tier like we were good, but we weren't like, yep. you know, of course we had gangs, but we were also like an insanely diverse school.
0: We so like we anything.
1: had, we had a little bit of everything at my high school.
0: See, we just had geniuses at my high school.
1: Really? See, we had some of the dumbest people you'll ever meet and some of the smartest people you'll ever meet.
0: Nope. There was no it was a there was,
1: weird, weird, wacky place.
0: There was very few dumbasses. And and typically oh, yeah. the people that
1: got bad grades were only getting bad grades cuz they chose to. <laughs> yeah. I like, mean, we had people that dropped out of high school, like we had people that would drop out and become drug dealers. Yeah. And people that went to Ivy League schools. Yeah. Like it's all under the same roof.
0: Yeah. Weird. We had a guy, we had a guy um for his science fair project, he discovered a black hole. That's Jesus a true story. Christ. That's. Oh yeah, that, you told me that before. That, I told
1: that on the pod before.
0: That's that's who I was around. And ladies and gentlemen, I am not on that level.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I am not in the top ten percent of those kids. <laughs> Your school, I'm in the top one percent.
1: <laughs> but uh, you're in the top ten, probably top five. Yeah, but my school like, was, My valedictorian went to Duke on a full academic scholarship. That's good. Yeah. Like we had some very impressive kids, uh, but we also had some very unimpressive kids.
0: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I found out when I got to college that I was like pretty much almost like halfway done with my degree because of Uh, all the double enrollment and college courses that we were able to take while in school. You were probably a lot more prepared for college. Oh, dude, you have
1: no idea. You have no idea how much more I was prepared. It was it was awesome. would you say probably like three quarters of people that went to Texas State or even schools like UT, yeah. like you probably turned out higher, more prepared than like probably three quarters. Of well, them, I mean,
0: it was it was a breeze to me. Like I couldn't believe people had a hard time
1: with Andrea. It was the same way because Andrea could, went to. Granted, a public school, but still, like, it was as challenging as yours. Yeah, yeah, sure. Flower Mound, you know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I know. It's rich white (laughs) territory, baby. Um. Essentially a private school. Uh, Essentially a private school.
0: That's what my my public school was like whenever I did go to public school. We went to Sunnyvale. Is just like a really great school district, but it's, you know, not the most diverse place in the world. I'll just say it that way.
1: A place like where my wife grew up, it's the the fee you pay. Like you paid a fee to go to your school. You paid tuition. The tuition that parents pay in this where she's from is property value and property tax. Yep. Yep. Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yep. Dude, so when she got to Texas State, she was like, "I can't." She said she never studied. She's like, couldn't believe how easy it was.
0: I studied maybe three times. I said, like, (laughs) like like, I like. like, Well, that's not fair for for like theater and acting classes. You have to memorize, which is you know, there's a lot of studying involved with that. But like, but like for my general classes, it was just I studied for algebra, college algebra. I studied Mm -hmm. once for that and got a B. Uh, what else? I don't know. I don't know. It was just like, I I don't even remember the other times I studied. (laughs) I
1: I personally didn't have a lot of issues. My whole thing was just motivation because I just hated school. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. I didn't have a lot of issues with the material or getting the work done and like I put a little effort in. I get a. I get a really good grade. Like there were people that would put in like quadruple the amount of effort as me, yes. quadruple the amount of hours as me, and get yes. a worse grade than something I did two hours before the class started.
0: Oh, dude, I saw that all the time. <laughs> I we, we had to take that. Well, I don't know if you did because you probably got it taken care of in in uh, co- community college. But we had to take this composition class.
1: I took community, that in community college, yeah.
0: And I got there, and the teacher literally just started using my pa- my papers as examples of how to do it. He was like, "All right, guys, uh, Matt wrote another A plus. Uh, here's how. He, here's how he did it. Do you want to stay, Matt? You don't have to." Um, <laughs> And it was super embarrassing, honestly, because like
1: That's like hilarious.
0: I was in this uh, program at Texas State where I lived with a bunch of people that I took my core classes with, and so uh it, and so like people in my dorm dorm were just like this fucking nerd.
1: <laughs> kind of like the what do they call it? It's like the house system. Yeah, but yeah, it's something. At like that. other schools, it's like a house system. At Texas State, it was yeah. like a.
0: Yeah, I forget I know what it what was called. I forget what it was called. It was uh, it was some sort of
1: college I had to apply for, and oh, wow. school, um, it was like it. Like I know it. The big like Rice University, I know for sure does it. Uh, Harvard does it. Yeah, the house system and like you, almost like a fraternity in a sense. Kinda, sorta, sorta. In a sense that like you're put into this group of people.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, except that anyway, I they. That's I, I a
1: bad much. analogy.
0: I pretty much learned that it was a, a, a program for kids that, like, didn't think they were ready for college.
1: <laughs> oh, and really?
0: Yes. Like, okay. because, because everyone in my dorm was just like, what the fuck, Matt? Like, like, why is this not hard for you? Like, <laughs> how are you doing? <laughs> like, I never hung out with them. I only studied with them twice. Like, it was just kind of I was just like, why are y'all like struggling so much to read a book and write a paper about it? Like, you don't even right? have, to, you don't even have to read the book. <laughs> like, like, you haven't
1: figured this out. Like, like my crazy. thing with it was like they did. They'd, they'd assign something. And I'd be like, this is I'll fucking knock this shit out. Like, that's easy. That's fucking easy assignment. So it was so easy. I'd forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. And then it'd be like, oh shit, this is just due tomorrow. Okay. See you guys later. God did. Yeah. Knock this bitch out. Knock it out in a couple hours and go get an A. Yeah. Meanwhile, my roommate one time. Okay. So me and my roommate at the time were in the same class. Mm-hmm. He spent, I shit you not. He spent 30 hours working on this one project, 30 hours. You're overthinking it, bro. It's just I undergrad. It, yeah, I did it in 4.
0: <laughs> and I got
1: worry. I got an A and he got a B. <laughs> it's like how the fuck is how how? I was like I don't know, dude, this shit just it was writing. Yeah. You know? What I mean, like if it's if I have to write you a paper, yeah. guess what? It's going to be amazing. <laughs>
0: It's not That's hard to
1: write I a do. paper. That's how my brain works. It's
0: five <laughs> paragraphs. It's five paragraphs that have four sentences in them. What are you doing with your life? You don't know how to do that.
1: Right? I'm the king <laughs> shit. Have you met me? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, make sure it's in MLA format and then yeah. just fucking expound. Yeah. <laughs> Exploate. <just> bullshit. <laughs> just bullshit. Come on. And then history. Yeah. Like, history is my shit. Yeah. I yes. love that. Yes. Uh, yes. The only thing that I ever really had, a pr- like I say, a challenge with was like college level algebra. Well, that's where I really had to study because I just, I don't know. My brain doesn't work that way, but I still did well. Yes. I just had to put in a little more effort than other yes. classes that were fact-based or writing based. For that class, based
0: for that class. I, I got a 58 on my first test, a 62 on my second test a 78 on the third test. And then guess what I got on the final? What? 100.
1: Because you studied for that final day. Because I
0: studied for the final.
1: <laughs> I studied for everything and I just got like high C's on everything. <laughs> but my well, parents, yeah.
0: <laughs> I told my parents that and they were just like, you did not learn the right lesson. <laughs> That's not why we're paying for you to be in college. And I was like, what I got a B. What do you want from me?
1: Okay. I'm done with college. I'm done with my math requirement yep, now. Moving I got, on. I got above
0: <laughs> average. Like
1: <laughs> that's amazing. Holy crap. I just always have like been like you know me, I'm always super into like almost tunnel vision on yeah. like what I'm into. Yeah, yeah. It's why like a lot of people my age have a lot of different, like, interests and hobbies. My only hobbies are the things that I'm, like, pursuing. Yeah, sure. By pursuit. I'm not saying that that's right or wrong or that they're right or wrong. So a lot of times when I tell people, like, things that I haven't done, they're, like, shocked. Like, how have you never done that? I'm like, like well, it wasn't, it wasn't football or high school theater. Like, <laughs> you ever like been I, water skiing? Never been. No, I haven't. I've never been. Were water
0: you ever skinny enough to water ski?
1: Yeah, I was a fucking high school athlete, asshole. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> love you too. I mean, I've I've hung off the back of a tube. That's not you know water what skiing. What I mean? Okay, no, I've never been. I've never been snow skiing. I've never been water skiing. I can't remember ever actually spending time, any time playing like arcade games. Yeah. Video games were never really a big part of my life. I've never read a comic book. Um, I've never read a graphic novel. None of that um, shit.
0: I read. Okay, you got me there. I've read graphic. I like. I don't like comic books, but I like Mm. graphic novels. Okay. Because because a comic book, you don't know. At least I don't know. I didn't get into it. They have issues, right?
2: Yeah. So you so and you, you got Yeah.
0: If you if you go, I tried to get into it in sixth grade. I'll never forget this. There's a really awesome uh, comic book shop on Mockingbird uh, Mockingbird Lane, right across the uh, from Mockingbird Station, next door to the Pocket Sandwich Theater in Dallas, which is a really mm-hmm. awesome theater that I love. Um,
1: told about them, they sound cool as fuck.
0: Yeah, they're really great. Um, they, uh, and they, there's this amazing comic book store, and I was just like, all right. I'm going to fucking do this. I'm going to get into comic books like this. is I love the superhero movies. I love the TV shows. I want to get to the source material. This looks awesome. And I go and I buy buy like five different comic books. I buy an X-Men comic book. I buy Superman. I buy like (laughs) Spider-Man. And they're all in the middle of these really fucking weird stories. And they're all like 20 pages long. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and, and you're like just, whatever
0: And I was just like uh, what? What is happening What like Superman Like I, I literally read the death of Superman With zero context To the build up Which doesn't mean <laughs> anything to you But to comic book people It's like a big deal That's just yeah. The death of Superman
1: Yeah it's, it's a thing
0: Like it's a whole thing
1: Because like Superman is not supposed to die Exactly Cause but he's then, super,
0: but then doomsday comes and it's this whole thing, but I just picked it up and like read the 20 pages where Superman gets stabbed in the heart by doomsday. And it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell just happened? What the fuck? I, this is shitty. <laughs> I hate this, <laughs> but then I've read other really great graphic novels. Like, like the boys is really good. There's an Amazon TV show based off of that novel. Now, um, I don't
1: know. Watchmen, obviously, uh, who has no. Actually, me? I mean, I I saw the movie Watchmen with yeah. no, no knowing nothing about it going in. Yeah, I actually saw it with people from Texas State. Uh, yeah, does yeah, not hold but, up. It doesn't hold up now. No, it's really bad. When I saw the movie, I thought this is really. I thought it was interesting, and I thought Same. it was good because I knew nothing about the fucking graphic novel. Same, but um. Yeah, apparently some people were just people that we went with were disappointed in it that had read it, and I was like, I, I thought it was good. And They were like, you don't know anything. And I was like, you know like, what? You I'll do movie with you again.
0: I've read both, and I'll, here's what I'll say about that: is that I like the ending of the movie more than I like the ending of the book. Oh yeah. When you know how in the oh oh here's our new second segment spoilers spoilers. We're going to spoil this movie for you. So shut the fuck up about it. Okay. Um,
1: You spoiled, uh, kid. (laughs) uh,
0: So spoilers. Um, In the movie, you remember how Dr. Manhattan is basically framed for destroying several cities in the world. Yeah. Well, that doesn't happen in the book at all. Like that just straight up isn't a part of the book. What people get mad at Dr. Manhattan for is not saving them
1: mm. from what does happen,
0: which is uh, Oz- that guy. What's his name?
1: Ozymandias.
0: Yeah, Ozymandias. I, om- I almost said that. I only
1: remember that because it's also a name of a Breaking Bad episode.
0: I almost didn't say it because it's the name of the Breaking Bad episode. <laughs> uh, I was like, there's well no bad. way they're both called that. But anyway, uh, uh, Ozymandias um, – doesn't set off a bomb, he teleports a gigantic squid the size of Manhattan onto Manhattan. <laughs> and that's the
1: end of the book. Well, now I'm scared. I'm <laughs> looking out my window, and I'm like, what the <laughs> is it? I, if I see an octopus, I've got to scream. And I got to say, when I read
0: that, I, I was just kind of like, what? <laughs> that's, your- that's the end of the book? That's your evil plan, <laughs> like, and he and it, like and he gets into it. And there's, I don't know. It's all about superheroes and creating a narrative and bringing the <laughs> narrative to life and blah blah blah. But it's just kind of like
1: watches the watchman.
0: Yeah, but it was just kind of like you teleport a squid. <laughs> you you do not. You do 9/11 with a squid. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> okay, and this is what you guys are like super into that like yeah. there's whole <laughs> conventions ded- dedicated to this, shit like this. this okay. What, this
0: is what everyone's mad that they changed that.
1: <laughs> I, this is what you like, guys So this is what my, you guys are wasting your time with while I was like grinding my balls off to try and become somebody. Okay. This is what everybody was <laughs> This is what everybody was, like, shitting on me for not having hobbies. This is what y'all were talking about? Okay, cool. Keep it.
0: A, a Keep, giant it. Keep
1: your hobbies. You teleport.
0: So, you, like, first of all, nobody had ever teleported anything within that universe and our own. But So it was the first teleportation ever done. And he teleports okay. a giant squid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it basically causes 9/11 with a giant squid. Maybe that's the title of the episode: "9/11 with a giant squid." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe SoundCloud will fucking not actually get some balls and actually ban us this time instead of.
1: <laughs> we haven't done anything that's ban-worthy. No, we're I'm just we're the rules. We haven't, uh, you know. We haven't taken any hardline stances against the left, the leftist world
0: or the Chinese
1: <laughs> or the Chinese. <laughs> hey man, just leave the Chinese alone. That's what I say. <laughs> did you see that? Um, did you Talk see with fucking
0: uh, LeBron James is like coming out in defense of the Chinese government?
1: It's just like, what? Oh yes. What? LeBron. What? <laughs>
0: yes. Because of that coach that, uh, the Houston coach that that tweeted about how about like how like China owns the NBA and it's bullshit and oh, yeah,
2: yeah and it then the like, NBA
0: like the NBA went into his account and deleted the tweet, <laughs> which is super fucked up and shady yeah but then like it's like okay fine him like reprimand him. You're going to go into his account? That's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa. But then LeBron James was like, yeah, that's not right. He shouldn't say those things. It's like, LeBron, LeBron, shut why the fuck he,
1: up. Why can't he say those things?
0: Why can't he say, like, we are not, ladies and gentlemen, we are not in China. <laughs>
1: like, he's allowed to say that. He's allowed to you say You have to like it. But he's allowed to say it.
0: He said that it was an, an uninformed statement, and that he should, that the guy should, uh, should know what he's talking about before he says shit about the Chinese government.
1: And it's like, dude, yeah, like sure LeBron like, knows a lot about the subject. Yeah, <laughs> LeBron read a lot Look, about the subject. Does I love LeBron LeBron. know how to read. Yes, he does.
0: He owns a school. Oh yeah. LeBron,
1: LeBron's LeBron, a good guy. I'm, I'm sitting on LeBron. LeBron's actually a good dude. I actually like LeBron a lot. No,
0: LeBron's
1: a good guy. Yeah.
0: like, Because like th- you got to think about the fact that he is as big as he is and there's never been a scandal. He's like Tony Hawk. Like there's huh. never
1: been like. Where are like, the bodies, LeBron? Yeah,
0: like it's not like Michael Jordan, whose father was murdered because of Michael Jordan's gambling debts forcing yeah. him into an early retirement. There's nothing like that going on. But yeah,
1: that That's happened. News to me.
0: No, you Holy you know shit. You, you know how in Space Jam he retired and goes and plays baseball? Yeah. Well, Elmer Fudd went and well, got that his happened dad in real life. Fuck. Also, but well, it happened in real life because uh, because he had to. He was forced into retirement because of uh, gambling debts and because he was fixing games and stuff. Allegedly, allegedly,
1: allegedly, not allegedly, he not allegedly. allegedly
0: not allegedly, his dad was fucking murdered.
1: Oh my god.
0: Right before all that happened.
1: I don't understand people who are into gambling. I don't I, <laughs> I don't get it you know what the extent of my gambling is i'll go sit at a dollar slot machine because that you you sit at a dollar slot the waitress is going to come to you quicker i put a dollar in the when this waitress is coming around i put a dollar in the machine and order a double liquor drink yeah and so i essentially pay a dollar for that giant double liquor drink sure that's the extent of my gambling
0: i like i like <laughs> sitting at the blackjack machines i don't like going to the actual table the, the the dollar blackjack is what I'm into. I get hot on those.
1: <laughs> Walk off, I'm $6 up!
0: <laughs> no, I got 20 bucks up on one once. Ooh.
1: Actually, that's that's dope.
0: And then I went to, and I was like, I'm fucking hot! And then I I, I went to a real blackjack table and it all went away.
1: Uh, dude, my wife? My wife? Stellar Texas Hold'em player. Oh, really? We were at we were in Vegas and she sat down at Texas Hold'em table. And like, I sat next to her because you can sit at the table with your friend and you don't have to right. play. Right. So I'm sitting there. She's playing.
0: Yeah. She's wow. Crushing
1: it, in fucking Vegas? It. And I'm just like hammering down Miller Lights. All right. I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like pouring them down my throat. And like, Andrea wins like a thousand bucks. Holy shit. On Texas Hold'em. Yeah. But that's she's crazy. Just like, She's murdering this old Chinese lady and this like young Italian guy. She's just like murdering these people, walks away a thousand bucks up and we're like, expensive dinner night, expensive dinner night, expensive dinner
0: night.
1: Hell yeah. (laughs) Steak, steak, steak. Well, we we went to was we went to that like $75 per person buffet at Caesar's Palace.
0: Fuck yes.
1: It was. My God, it was so good. (laughs) I can't.
0: God. That's so awesome!
1: Some Texan who's never been to these places is saying like seventy five dollar buffet, not (laughs) this lifetime. I'm like, no, this is like Gordon Ramsay prime food,
0: like lobster tails, lobster
1: tails and prime ribeye, and
0: yeah, you're just picking it up with tongs. Yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) dude, I have never felt fatter. In my life, I felt so disgusting when we were done there. (laughs) And I was, she earned it, and I was hammered. It was great
2: (laughs) 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 because
1: when she was playing, I was just like, Miller Light, please, Miller Light, please, Miller Light, please. (laughs)
0: I'll have one Miller Light, one more Miller (laughs) Light.
1: Make it, make it one more. All right, I promise. You know what, we'll do another. <laughs> so good. So, so good. All right. Oh, man, uh, we did a little, little spitting. I think we got to save. I think we're going to have to save our El Camino review for next episode.
0: Uh, let's talk, go ahead and just say it.
1: You want to? Okay, we're, mean, already, we we're already an hour in. Who
0: cares? Let's make it quick because I think we both agree.
1: Yeah, we both agree. There's no fight to be had on this one like last episode. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. That's such a yeah, great movie. It's fucking great. It's so good.
0: It was everything I wanted it to be.
1: Because Jesse Pinkman is my favorite. Yeah. One one of my favorite television characters of all time. He might actually be my just number one favorite. Yeah. Absolutely. I love him.
0: Yeah, he's great.
1: He's the moral center of a bunch of immoral people.
0: And it's and and he is great at it. I mean, he's absolutely incredible.
1: Uh, oh, Aaron wait. Paul. Your spoilers thing again, real oh, quick. Uh. We're going to spoil the movie, you shithead. He deserves to win, and he won. Yes. He he won. He deserved it. He deserved deserved it. it. Yeah.
0: Especially because, I mean, even the journey of that character just from the writer's room where – because Jesse – you meet Jesse Pinkman and you're like, oh, this dude's an idiot. He's going to get killed. And that was essentially the plan. But then they kept – writing him, writing him and writing him. And then he and Cranston had uh, Aaron Paul and Cranston had a really great rapport in chemistry together. And it was like, we got to keep him around. We got to keep him around. And they just put him through absolute hell. And he came out on the other end. Now he's David
1: something or other. Vince Gilligan told, um, on the Rich Eisen show that I just watched earlier today. Uh, he was talking about how, yeah, we were going to kill Jesse in the first season, but then the chemistry between him and Brian was just so good. And then he was like, I'd watch Aaron work, and it's this I'd say this kid is a star. Yeah. This yeah. kid has all the the tools and the skill to be a star actor. So he decided – he went back to the drawing board.
0: Yep. Which I, – and, and I think it says a lot about – I think I, I saw that Rich Eisen thing also. And um, – and I don't think that, I know that, but I think about that, is that uh, <laughs> there's something about Aaron Paul where you watch him do and say horrible things, but you see in his eyes and in his body that that goes
1: against his grain. Yes. And yeah. He it, sells that, it. He's, he sells the struggle.
0: Like, but Vince even said that whenever he initially imagined Jesse Pinkman, he didn't imagine an internal struggle with Jesse. He was just like, Jesse's the piece of shit that's going to get Walt into it. And then we're going to move on. But like, but with Aaron Paul, he is such a good person and he is so attuned to who he is, which is something that really makes or breaks a good actor. A lot, a lot of the times, Like, 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 like you're like something that I learned in acting that I learned in acting school that took me forever to learn. Um, and I'm still kind of learning whenever I do act is that it's that I'm enough thing. Like it's that you don't need to really do anything. You just need to say the words and do, and do the action and the story should be good enough to tell. And Jesse has to do, All of these horrible things and say, I mean, even his language, it's like whenever he's like, yeah, bitch, it's like (laughs) you can see that in his in his face, you can see that Aaron Paul would never say bitch like that. Yeah. And, And Jesse was definitely not raised to talk like that, but he thinks that it's some sort of. He turned it into basically like a peacocking thing, a a defense mechanism. It's like he it's always he's always trying to be something better than what he actually perceives himself to be. And he goes about it in a lot of the in the wrong ways. But he also goes about it in the only ways that he knows how to. And it's it just makes for such a good story and a good character. And he and he and it was really awesome to see him finally get something that he wanted.
1: Like he gets. Yes. Him finally succeed at enjoying something and not having it ripped away. And that's the thing about El Camino too, is the whole time I was watching it, just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Because that's what's always
0: happened with that character.
1: Yeah. And when it didn't and he got away, God, I was like, Oh, it was like my soul flushed. Yeah, they, they, they so flushed away all the all the fear that I always had surrounding the Jesse Pinkman character because I loved him so much that I never wanted this bad shit to happen to him.
0: Yeah, there. Did you see who he wrote his letter to?
1: Yeah, to Brock.
0: Yeah, he, I have some thoughts on that. I mean, but it's not not negative. I just think it's interesting that he doesn't seem to give a shit about his immediate family.
1: Yeah, but I never got the
0: impression that they didn't give a shit about him. I I always got I got the impression that they very much like were like, all right, we got to cut you off because we have this younger kid and we don't want Mm -hmm. him ending up like you. Um, But that's like a decision that parents with kids like that make all the time. Like it is. But I don't know. So I thought it was interesting that he didn't he that he has never seemed to care about them at all which I which is a little fucked up but whatever
1: well there's also I mean that's also a lot of backstory stuff and you know there's a lot of people in the world that aren't very connected to their immediate family you know they don't have anything in common with them you know it's not it, it it's very it's a lot more common than you think for people to not have a relationship with their parents or to resent their parents yeah um and not you know, like he probably he told his mom and dad in the movie, you know, uh, whatever. You know, it's not your fault. It's it's me. It's on me. Yeah. Yeah, there was. That but he moment. also he also just was like he. They don't have any room for him. He doesn't have any room for them. Like they just don't have anything to do with each other. I just that happens a, little, a lot yeah. in life.
0: That's just sad. I don't know. Yeah,
1: he because Jesse was always looking for. Jesse was always looking for Love and acceptance Because he never got it at home Really? You don't yeah. think he ever did? I, I don't think, know if i buy that I think, I think he got conditional love and acceptance Conditionally huh. love and accept him Based on their conditions Like if he were to have been What they wanted him The kind of boy they wanted him to be They would have loved and accepted him for, yeah. for that, not uh-huh. for what he became. And there's uh-huh. no changing who he is now. And they're never going to love and accept him for who he is now. So, yeah, why well, have room for him. But Brock loved him.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. Brock loved him. Jane loved him. I mean, you know, well, Jane He's a very lovable a complicated guy. Complicated story. He is. I he's mean, gentle Jesse. That's the whole thing with the Beatle.
0: I think that Walt, Walt loved him.
1: Walt did. Walt was just so goddamn power hungry and money hungry that he, Walt absolutely loved Jesse. Yeah. But he also just didn't know how to not be. A piece of shit. The monster Heisenberg took over Walter White.
0: Yeah.
1: Heisenberg took over and destroyed Walter White. Yeah. Walter White loved Jesse. Heisenberg saw him as a, as an obstacle.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, uh, yeah, well, he also was just his greatest student. I mean, earlier in the series, you you see him failing as a teacher and failing to connect, and his students all fucking hate him and don't mm-hmm. care. But then you he finally gets one student that not only cares but becomes him. I mean, he becomes the next chef. You know what I mean? Like yeah. next,
1: like he like he's, he's he, cooking at a at a Walter White level by the right. Series.
0: And he's the only person that can do it. Nobody else can do it. They all try. Yeah. They Gail can't.
1: couldn't do it. The yeah. um Todd. Todd couldn't do it. Who was the guy that I can't remember his name. The Hispanic dude that Gus. No, well, Gus killed the guy.
0: Oh. Oh. The one yeah, that was kind
1: of like right. the guard at the laundromat. Right. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name. Well, he was but only he in like tried, two
0: episodes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean Gus fucking cut his throat. <laughs> With a straight stare on his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: it was really awesome seeing um, Bryan Cranston act as, you know, uh, Walter White again. Not as an alive Walter White, as a flashback Walter White. Yeah. But that was really flashback awesome. flashback and
1: also like an earlier Walter White.
0: Yes, yes.
1: He's too Walter White.
0: Yes, it was. it was very, very early on.
1: Yeah, or nice. I maybe mean, that may have been, that was pre Tuco, actually.
0: Yeah, because he still had hair, didn't he?
1: Yeah, no, he had shaved his head, but it was pre Tuco, so that's oh, like okay. it to late season one. Yeah, that's a fucking flashback, and also Jesse too, because he had the big pants and the beanie and yeah. <laughs> eating like a fucking piece of shit. Like, yeah, that was early Jesse as well.
0: Oh man, and we gotta talk about our new, our newest entry into the Thick Boy Hall of Fame, Todd. Todd, welcome to Fatland,
1: fatty. Boy, dude,
0: you've been eating some soup.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The bacon soup. Yeah,
0: you've been eating that creamed mushroom, buddy. (laughs) Throwing a fried chicken breast
1: in there. That that show made Todd a star. It made that actor a star, Jesse Plemons. And he's been making movies. He's been making money. He's married to Kirsten Dunst. He's, he's married,
0: been, to Kirsten Dunst? married to Kirsten Dunst. He's
1: oh, married to Kirsten Dunst now. I he love went from him. just being a an actor to being married to Kirsten Dunst and being a star. He's in The Irishman.
0: He was part of that
1: talkback that I was at. And, I
0: never um, even, and, and to be fair, he's not fat. Like, he's not fat. Like, But, like, he is fatter than he was. Yeah.
1: <laughs> He was was pretty slim. He was was on Friday Night Lights and Breaking Bad. I mean, he was a kid whenever he was on those shows.
2: Like
0: he was, he was in his early twenties, I think, or mid twenties, and (laughs) like now he's like a grown ass man with a career and kids and money.
1: (laughs) He's been, you
0: know, he's like, fuck off! I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go get some steak dinners.
1: Weird looking. (laughs) And he's from Dallas, Texas. Hell yeah, he is. Clemens was born in Dallas, Texas. Does it say His on his paternal side? He is related to Stephen F. Austin.
0: Oh, wow. There's a big weird statue of Stephen F. Austin. No, that's a lie. Sam Houston. Never mind.
1: Oh, he was raised in Mart, a small town outside of Waco and went to Texas Tech.
0: I know where Mart is.
1: Yeah, I know Mark too Yeah, he went to Texas Tech Either way, um, he's gained some weight And we love him for that He's been, <laughs> he, he's been getting shit for it on the uh, Breaking Bad shit posting groups That I'm in Yeah
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, Everyone of, is like Ooh, I got fat yeah.
0: oh! <laughs> It's like, like oh, in the past he's fifty pounds heavier.
1: <laughs>
0: that doesn't really make sense. <laughs>
1: you gotta suspend disbelief and move on with your life.
0: <laughs> what a piece of shit fucking character, dude! Dude, Holy he's serial crap.
1: killer. He's, he's a serial fucking killer. serial
0: killer. Like just straight up, he just kills because he feels like it.
1: <laughs>
0: like it's it's
1: super. And scary. his house is weird.
0: What a weird set Right Like who What lunatic Designed <laughs> that room
1: <laughs> That fucking like Grandma's house Picnic table in his kitchen
0: Picnic table in the kitchen Weird ass furniture from every decade Like <laughs> Like pastel paints <laughs> On on everything Like he's painted wood bookshelves That are pastel pink It's just like like somebody, a set dresser was like, "What's the most deranged look I could possibly think of?" And then, then they just went to Goodwill, <laughs> the Albuquerque Goodwill, and filled up, filled up some fucking shithole apartment.
1: <laughs> exactly, <The> Albuquerque Goodwill. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love it. Good lord, we're an hour eleven in, man.
0: Alright, we'll wrap this up.
1: We gotta wrap this up, but we got some good wrap-up going on.
0: Oh, we do, we do. You ready for this?
1: I'm ready for this.
0: Alright, don't happy bro, don't happy bro, don't happy bro, happy bro, don't happy bro, don't happy bro, don't happy bro, happy bro, don't happy bro, don't happy bro, don't happy
1: bro, don't Fucking at me, Uber drivers with a story to tell. I do not and will not ever give a flying fuck what you have to say. (laughs) I don't care. This all stems from the other day when I was getting in a car to go to Penn Station to get on the train to go to the Cowboys and Jets game. (sighs) I get in the car. What happened, Matt? (laughs) I said, "Uh, for Matt? And he says, yeah. And I said, cool. Thanks, man. And he goes, How you doing? And I said, I'm good. I'm good. Very quick. <laughs> I'm good. And he yeah, goes, yeah. he goes, I'm not doing so good. <laughs> my girlfriend left me. <laughs> she left me for another man. In my head <laughs> You're I'm like, thinking. Yeah. In my head, I'm like, you shut the fuck up right now. This Nobody is not the person you
0: want behind the wheel.
1: I <laughs> There's that too. I don't want this guy driving me, but I'm, I'm also thinking like, shut your fucking mouth. Shut up. I just got in the car. We have to go to 34th street. This is going to be a long drive. Shut the fuck up. I do not want to talk about this. I do not want to counsel you or coach you. I already have to counsel and coach my friends enough. I do not need to counsel and coach my fucking Uber driver. Oh my God! <laughs> you know what so said. what?
0: What was the uh, what was the context? What did you learn anything else about what happened? Well, did she leave him for money reasons, for dick reasons, for time reasons? Uh, what what's going? Was it his friend? Well, did you get any good any of the
1: juice? Well, I, <laughs> I did a pretty good job of like avoiding the conversation, but <laughs> you let me know. That this happened three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. (laughs) Three fucking weeks ago. This didn't just happen. This was fresh. This This was three weeks ago. And he's talking. He's bringing it up. Like, not like me prying and being like, what, you got a girlfriend? You married? What's your deal? Oh, why'd she leave you? Oh, man. This was like, he just looked at me and said, my girlfriend just left me.
0: Just left him.
1: He thought I wanted to talk about this. He thought I needed to know about this. It also, you know, it happens all the time. You know, hey, you live down here? Like, why do you give a shit? (laughs) What do you think? What do you want (laughs) to know? <laughs> my, my internal, my, that part of me that is my mother, that little part of Julie Beery that lives in me, when people start asking me questions like that, the first thing that pops in my head is like, What are you trying to get out of me? <laughs> what, do what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Uber drivers Just that try to have extended conversations with me? Don't, don't at me, me, bro.
0: Well, here, I got it. Here, from the other side of the coin, don't at me bro these motherfuckers going to the state fair and complaining that there is traffic now i don't know if i've talked about this on the podcast in fact i know that i have but i drive for a company that rhymes with goober and <laughs>
1: is <laughs> an I, picked,
0: I am an uvu i come from the land of ujuver and <laughs> and i have to i have to fucking like have conversations with people that I don't want to have all the time. Now, sometimes people are interesting and fun and nice, and it's like, okay, cool. We have something to talk about. But what I am – my – the the hook, what's in my craw right now is that <laughs> the, 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 the fucking Texas State Fair has been going on for a month. And I've been making pretty good, like, money taking people back and forth. But every other ride, people are shocked shocked that the traffic is so bad around the state fair. Matt, get <laughs> off your fucking phone and listen to me. <laughs> I'm listening
1: to you. I'm I listening can't to you. I am listening to you can not
0: believe it. It's like, what planet are you going to the place where everyone is going in a part of town where only like, 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 like the, the state fair is in this one part of town. It's literally called the state fair, of Texas on Google Maps. That's what it's called. <laughs> and it's called only Fair one, Park It's called Fair Park You fucking idiots And so when everybody's headed there There's gotta be
1: cars on the road Oh my god You're
0: gonna give me three stars because it took a while Don't at me bro, go fuck yourself
1: Don't at me bro, that's Don't. gonna be it for this episode Of the Matt on Matt podcast that's We're gonna debate on what the name nothing. is
0: um. What's
1: that? We're gonna debate on what the name's gonna be. I thought it was jealous or, and poor. Jealous and poor. There was something else you said that you wanted to name. Oh, it. not
0: doing nine eleven with a squid. Nine yeah.
1: eleven, <laughs> but with a squid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we should call it that. About it. No, I don't think. <laughs>
0: so.
1: Especially given that I live in the financial district, probably <laughs> not like. That's a bad good, karma. I don't. I don't it's want that. Still bad karma. Yeah. So we're just gonna call <laughs> it jealous and poor. <laughs> anyway, I'm Matt. I'm Matt Berry. And Follow Matt. me at MattBerry06 on all the social media.
0: I'm Matt Butterfield. Follow me at Twitterfield on Twitter at Instagram. Uh, at Instagram, at Matters on Instagram. Email the podcast at Matt on Matt Pod. Nobody ever does, but go ahead and do it anyway. At
1: gmail.com.
0: At uh, gmail.com. What did I just say? I don't know. Anyway, uh, so that's Matt on Matt Pod at gmail.com.
1: Um,
0: anything else? Follow us on Twitter at Matt on Matt Pod. Uh, I think that's it.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's it for us this week. We'll see you next time. Alrighty, Adios, fuckers.